Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole another fight scene that comes up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, of course, all these episodes end with some long-ass fight scenes. And so, admirable. Admirable. I'm about to change that to your, to, admirable. Um, your name on my phone. The Admirable Zhao. <laughs> Zao. <laughs> I'm look, Admirable every time Avery. you said Zao, I literally I cringed. <laughs> I was like Zhao Zhao Admirable. I mean it's a good word. I'm sure. I was trying so hard. I have ad I have Admiral in all caps, in my notes, and I'm staring at them. It doesn't matter. <laughs> As I say his name every it really time. Don't matter. But so we see the entrance of Admiral Zhao. Yes. Wow. And the Death Eater niggas, uh, the Fire Nation dudes, and they all pull up, and Zhang Zhang is like, y'all get the fuck out. Because you'll die. Um, like, this is going to be some wild shit. And he makes this, like, wall of fire. And Zhao just kind of, like, like dives through it. Like, <laughs> like peeks his hand <laughs> like he's diving into some water and just, like, steps through it like a curtain. And basically went ahead and was ready to fight this man. Um, and... Basically, uh, the fire chief, like, twirls around in some fire and, like, disappears. And the whole little cult, um, they're not really a cult. Like, after that part, I realized, I was like, oh, they're not a cult. They're all, like, refugees. But the whole little crew, they dip as well, leaving Che, which... I'll get to that because that made me. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> when... they really left his ass <laughs> and did. And he really was like, where did y'all go? And then I like thought about the reality of that moment and was like, how is he going to find them? How does he know where to go? Anyways, but they never talk about that. Um, but he dips and Aang decides to fight Admiral Zhao. There you go. And remembers how the fire chief said that he has no self-control and that's his biggest weakness. And so Aang sees him, he looks at the ships, and he's like, oh, I'm just gonna avoid you and hop up on your ships, and I know that you're gonna blow this shit up. Um, And the whole time, he's, like, taunting him, and Admiral Zhao is like, you're just, like, you're not even fighting back. Like, what's happening? Uh, And Aang was like, I didn't have to. Like, you did all the work for me. And they look around, and all of the ships are burned up and Aang's like, have a, have a fun walk home or something like that. Um, but my favorite line was that random line where he was talking, I guess not random, but he says, I thought you'd be better than Zuko. And as I was watching it, after he said that, I was like, he does seem like he's avoiding him much easier than he avoids Zuko. Um, not significantly easier, but I was like, this does seem like he's just having a walk in the park, just hopping around. Uh, he twerked on the ship uh, like he was just having a ball and didn't really have to take it as seriously as he does. Why does that remind me of um, what's it called? Twerk by City Girls. 
when they was twerking on that boat. Ooh, and they were in the ocean. I put a... That's what I thought of. Because he wasn't really twerking. He just kind of shook it back and forth. So I said that he pulled a Miley Cyrus at the VMAs. Uh, no, nah, um, I ain't tooted that thing up. Notes. You know it. Give him some credit. <laughs> he didn't really like twerk it, though. He like wagged it back Listen, and forth. Listen, Aang don't need um, no applause. Like 12. <laughs> no applause. Because he made that thing clap. Shawty, make that ass clap. Clap, clap. Drop it to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish this was a visual podcast. I, I could have seen them supportively clapping Look. at the right moment. Damn. Yeah, but I told um, you, I said, listen, Aang is the is most, the most like immature, selfish, childish, like all the things. Like I, ooh, child. Like if there could be an episode, okay, about Corbin my says shit descent, like this, but then says that she's Aang. <laughs> I never said that. That was Ruth who said that. Ooh. When did I say I was you said it some? You said it at There's some so point. conflict on the podcast. When did I say that? Because oh I said that, I mean, I feel like Aang is a good remember. bender. We just wanted to have fun. And I'm listen, having fun. Because I feel like Aang is, Aang is important. Like, he's important to the show. Like, he's the avatar, but he's also extremely yeah. annoying. Like, if I were to know this kid, I'd be like, you can't take nothing serious, can you? Like, you just impatient. I mean, I know, like, sometimes I can be impatient, but I don't have the fate of the world depending on me, you know? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. am I sure? I'm well, just kidding. Okay, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. I mean, listen, oh, I could right. be the avatar. <laughs> oh. I could be the avatar. Who knows? <laughs> I'm done. I'm just waiting for Appa to come <laughs> through and save me. I just gotta. I need to find my Appa. Ah, oh, what's that song? That Nicki Minaj song. And save me this time, won't you save words. me? <laughs> yes, it's that's not the grand word. piano. Damn it! <laughs> I was trying so hard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why can't it be grand piano? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Take that nigga off the ox. So this is a great time to transition since we're at, um, on my accounts, over an hour 15. Episode 17, the Northern Air Temple. This episode starts um, off so funny. I thought that they were, I made a note because we always talk about the North Pole in this. And I was like, I thought that they were at Santa's workshop because they're in these like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> These red fur coats. Um, and basically they hear about, cause they're at this little, I guess, little fireside, like the C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song, like moments. And they hear these kind of rumors about um, like flying people and things like that at the Northern Air Temple. And obviously, Aang is like, let me see. Let me go ahead and check, see what's up. And they go to the Northern Air Temple, and they see that these flying people aren't air really walkers. airbenders. They're mm. folks. Yeah, they're air walkers. That's what it's called. And they see that they basically have these gliders that have, like, 
all these extra doodads on them and stuff. Doodad. Um, these like souped up riders. <laughs> yes. Wingdings and doodads. Oh and my God. <laughs> Aang's super sad about it, but he starts showing off a little bit. Like he starts showing off the fact that he's actually able to airbend. Um, and I was like, why is he going off like this? Like, I forgot who it was but, that said that. I like wrote down this quote. I laugh at gravity all the time. Ha ha, gravity. So the audience doesn't know, but I'm, I studied physics. So this whole show, like <laughs> watching it now as an adult, um, I'm always like, wow, I, I just love how much this show defies the laws of physics um i too laugh at gravity all the time <laughs> that was so funny to me i think it was ang I th- yeah i couldn't remember who it was but that was so funny to me but they meet uh teo right yeah teo um who has like a souped up wheelchair type thing like the glider attaches to his chair um and he also was kind of showing off a little bit against Aang and they start to like each other a little bit and they become kind of friends um and he meets his dad and his dad off rip guesses that he's 12 and I was like how did he guess that from like the jump he was like he's gotta be 12 see he (laughs) knew that black don't crack um (laughs) <laughs> i tried to hold my laughing <laughs> what okay maybe maybe y'all just need a segment like where you talk how many times have we referenced who's black in this episode you know what's so funny i was i'm in a group chat and they were like Somebody on Twitter was talking about how Marceline from Adventure Time is black. Don't, like, don't forget, she's black. I was like, wow, we are we are very uh, committed to these shows and these characters. I love it. Is this the drinking game for this episode? I didn't make any Fire Nation puns today. You said something um, about so how somebody no got burnt patiently. up. I think I said something. Did I? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. You gotta go back and listen to it. I'm slacking. I should have wrote down some fire you puns. You gotta come prepared. Next time, that's just how I'll open the episode for folks at home who are waiting patiently, as we told y'all to, um, and are just sitting there with their fireball ready for me to make these puns. And I'll just you know knock them all so out wild? at the beginning of the episode. I forgot my fireball. And y'all will just be drunk as shit. I'm gonna have my fireball next time. I don't even have none in the house. I, <laughs> I, I keep anymore. it. I keep that it on me at all times. Oh my god. Every time I'm around fireball, something bad happens. But you know what I have? I don't want to know what you Please have. Please don't Avery. tell us. I don't want no, no. no parts. See, let's just no move parts. on. parts. <laughs> Last episode, episode 17. We're going to finish out strong. All right, so what was yes, you saying? Yes, So, So we find out that they're refugees <laughs> after a flood. And they found this empty air temple. Yes. yes. They colonized and it. They basically industrialized the fuck out oh, of the air yeah. temple. Yeah, well, they kind of like... They kind of were like the HGTV like renovators of it. They were like, we could spruce it up. Oh like, yeah, gentrifiers. The- <laughs> They're like, yeah, there's the foundation, but yeah, gentrify. That's a better word. Um, they basically gentrified the air temple, and 
they've got all these pipes. And what was disrespectful about the pipes was that some of them were going straight into the faces of the avatars and like the airbenders on the walls. Yeah. Like they did not one, care when they walk into the building. There's a pipe going directly into someone's face on the wall, which was so disrespectful. See. And they're just like blowing up walls and having construction sites. And you know what the joke would have been? Do you have something to say? You know what the joke would have been? Oh. What? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the joke would have been, which we avatar? Yet. What, Corbin? <laughs> which avatar do you think can take the most pipe? It's this one. <laughs> I'm so happy I didn't say anything else about myself at the beginning. <laughs> Faith is like, woo, thank God. I can still get a job after this. <laughs> Meanwhile, I hope none of my students ever find this because uh, I have my first and last name on this podcast. Like I said, I think they would just think that you're dope as fuck. You know, I think that my students think I'm whack as hell. I this definitely would really turn up them, my like, corny know? jokes. And I don't think I've said anything on this podcast that would prompt them to think that I'm any cooler than I probably present myself in class. Like, they're probably like, I bet this nigga does love some Harry Potter and some Star Wars. Like, I bet you do. <laughs> the episode in uh, Spongebob where Spongebob was like, I'm cool. And they take like a close up shot of him. And he's got like these rosy cheeks and his pants are pulled all the way up. Yeah. He's like, I'm cool. He's, no. I feel like I'm much cooler to people who don't know much about me. Like people who know me from like social media. Not Corbin's nodding in agreement. In spaces. (laughs) Yeah. I think when people actually get to sit down and have a conversation with me and in the first convo, I have to be like, yeah, on that episode of Gilmore Girls, when they shot this scene and they did that push in and it was so abnormal because they never do shots like that. And people will be like, oh, you are, you're just, like, you are geeky. You know, Avery, I think I, I have to admit that you're cool because we we like a lot of the same things. We are the same in, in many ways. So if I say you're not cool, then that means I'm not cool. Exactly. And I'm cool. <laughs> transitive property of coolness <laughs> yes yes i love that um but i feel like you know what i'm saying the geekiness comes with my you know what i'm saying if i didn't have any charisma i would just be whack um mm, but charisma I so i think i'm pretty i think i'm pretty pretty nice oh my god um, lord shoot me down they, <laughs> jesus see <laughs> Corbin, see, we were on track to getting through this synopsis, but you had I'm to sorry. make that inappropriate joke. <laughs> if you want to take it out, you can. Pure children's podcast. This we just is wanted not to have no a children's good, podcast. Fun, clean time to talk about this children's show, and we do it for the kids. <laughs> and so, but you had to do that. You had to insert that. Joke. Oh yeah, it was um, just me who said something. All right. The I feel like this is racist. Yes. It's only this is racist. 
Do you want me to call Reverend Al Sharpton? I got him on speed dial. On this all black. You want to rally? <laughs> Do you want to rally Avery right now? I can call him. We can get a rally. You want to rally? This is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I just hope that the listeners understand that this is literally an everyday thing between y'all two like oh yeah that's why we had to cut the episodes down for this one i was like we can't do first of all i don't think we can do five episodes per podcast anymore because we will be here for three hours um but also with a guest i was like yeah we gotta cut it down to three (laughs) like i was like we originally had this podcast set up where it was going to be six episodes one for each half of the season and we originally told faith hey we're going to do uh, 11 through 20 in one podcast episode and maybe break it up into two parts if it's that long. And by the time we got to the second podcast episode, I was like, we're not doing it. <laughs> I was like, that is not going to happen. <laughs> there is no fucking way. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's industrialized as fuck. There's a lot of pipes. Um, and we're going to leave that at that. And... <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> basically um we'll skip to uh so Teo was talking to Aang cuz Aang is super upset that they basically in his eyes defaced this entire uh temple from the original purpose and what it stood for and what it looked like and Teo was like, okay, but there's one place on here that hasn't been touched, like, since then. And I can take you to it. And they pull up to this door that can only be opened with airbending. And at first, Aang is like, mm, I'm not finna do that. Like, I don't want to contribute to this. And so they walk away. At first, I thought that Teo was gonna, uh, like, con Aang into opening the door for something. Like... Ah, yes, my master plan is now complete because you fool, you open the door. <laughs> um, but eventually Aang feels kind of bad because Teo just really wants to see what's inside because he's never known what's in there. And Aang decides to open the door. And when they walk in, they see all this Fire Nation merch and gear and all of that the things. That was sad. And I, at first, didn't get it. Like, I was like, why, what is this? Like, I thought that the Fire Nation had invaded or something and we're just, like, chilling out somewhere. Yeah, that's like, what I was, like, sad just, like, at first because I was, I couldn't remember that, you know, what it meant later, but. Yeah, and they find out, they put it together really mm. fast and they figure out that Teo's daddy, daddy. has been making, uh, like, this militarized, um, these militarized weapons and merch and gear for the fire nation, um, with his little wacky gadgets, um, and things like that. Um, Yes. They're kind of like the United States a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I was saying that they're kind of like the United States a little bit. Mm hmm. Yeah. It made me think a lot about, um, especially how like police forces and like the military will take, um, like trainings from, uh, like Israeli forces and stuff and like share weapons and things like that. Um, that's what I was thinking about the whole time. I was like, dang, this is not good. Um, 
at all. And his dad says that it was because the Fire Nation pulled up and basically said, if you don't, like, give us anything, we're about to burn this shit to the ground. And his dad was like, well, one thing I can do is my craft or what have you. I could give you weapons. And so that's what they've been doing. And he did it to protect his son. Um, But the Fire Nation pulls up, of course, as they do in a lot of these episodes. (laughs) Because somehow they always right behind them. (laughs) And they pull up to come collect these weapons, not knowing that Aang is there. And Teo tells them to hide, but Aang pops out, of course, and, like, bitch slaps the Fire Nation dude with some air. (laughs) And I thought that shit was nice. And he, like, turned back around after he slapped him, and you saw, like, the wisps of hair that came out of his little uh, messy bun or whatever he had. Um, And it's like, we're not giving you anything. And the Fire Nation dude was like, okay, so it's on site. Like, you, one, just bitch slapped me with some air. And two, you're not giving us our things. So (laughs) that's it for you. And before all of this, Teo's dad had been working with Sokka to try and figure out how to control gas leaks. And one of Sokka's ideas was to use rotten eggs. And so that way... Whenever the rotten eggs are in there and there's a gas leak, you can smell where the gas leak is coming out of because it'll smell like mad funky. And the Fire Nation pull up and again, long ass fight scene and the Fire Nation is trying to climb up the wall and stuff like that. And basically (laughs) they smell the rotten eggs so they realize where the gas leak is coming from and so Sokka and Teo's dad that are in this Fire Nation they said it was a war balloon I could not take that name they said they said oh brother this guy stinks (laughs) 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 I'm sorry y'all but (laughs) you ought to be ashamed (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) but they smell it they know where it is and Sokka again coming through with the clutch uh, throws over their fuel or something like that and it blows up the whole temple and my jaw literally dropped like I thought that, that was a dope ass scene um, like that's what I mean like these scenes are log but then I'll look up and I'll be like that was dope like I did not expect that and I don't know why I thought it was so cool and basically because it all blew up the fire nation turned around and dipped um but they are still able to uh, get the little war balloon thingy. And don't forget that because that will be important later on. I did not even notice that because I had stopped paying attention um, right before they said that. And I heard them say something ominous. Yes. And I was like, oh, Make shit. A little, I thought they were just saying like, star. oh, and we'll get you next time. No, it, like, will, it will be pretty important kids. later on. <laughs> And I told Avery in the last um, podcast that we did, well, the last episode, I was like, you know, just pay attention to these characters, the signs, because they always come back full circle in this show. So just be paying attention. Even the littlest thing, it'll come back. There was a cute little um, analogy that Aang makes 
that I really liked, like the hermit crab analogy thing. Um, and I think he mentions it toward the end of the episode. But basically, they see, like, the little hermit crab, and you know how they, like, find other shells um, shells whenever they, like, grow out of theirs or whatever. And um, he basically says that, like, these refugees are like a hermit crab because they found this empty air temple. And I feel like Aang, you know, somewhat feels closer to them, even though... You know, he was bamboozled into thinking that there were airbenders, but <laughs> um, I feel like he, like, still feels, like, a little bit close to them because he's like, well, you know, they were alone. They had nowhere to go, and I had nowhere to go. And, yeah, like I said, that cute little shit that they be doing in this show just, just pulls at my heartstrings. I'm not sensitive like that, so... Soft. I'm, I'm not soft. Soft. I, I ain't soft. <laughs> Fuck <Okay>. out of here. <laughs> do y'all want to fight now or but later? that is the last ep. I, I'm not fighting. I'm here to have such a good... I want to see it. saying happy time. I want to see it. Um, a scrap. A battle. On the Agni Kai, right now. Why? Why this, are you on this Virgo on Virgo violence? <laughs> That's all podcast. that'll be. You exactly. said Virgo on Virgo violence. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we would just be like we're both right, and then walk away. Like I would be like I'm right, and Faith would go, but I'm also right. I don't and think we'll be so. Like, you know what? Fuck it, and then we just walk away. Because <laughs> I feel like I don't fight with Virgos that much. Because I think we just know where it's gonna go, and we don't even go there with each other. But when it's like a Taurus, Tauruses will go there with you. Like Tauruses are like, oh no, like, <laughs> and will not let that shit go. But whenever Shout I've been with Virgos, it's always one time. kind of like, I see you. I see you. I hear you. I don't trust it, but, <laughs> right. But I'm going to just right. <laughs> I know I'm you are going to be set in your opinion, <laughs> and I'm going to be set in mine. <laughs> I ain't even Y'all like Spider-Man. <laughs> he was like pointing at himself. Oh. Yeah. Y'all oh, are exactly. both Spider-Man. Yeah. We are a meme in itself. Yeah. Absolutely. That's very meta. Um, but that is the last episode yes. for this episode of the podcast. Any Ooh. final, th- any like stray observations that y'all had during these three episodes that y'all want to touch on. This is already a long ass episode. I might just put it into two parts. Because... <laughs> I know we almost at two hours. Um, so any stray observations that y'all want to touch on since we're probably going to keep going for a little bit. <laughs> I just feel it. <laughs> I just feel it in my bones. I knew it. I was like, this is... We're committing to this. <laughs> Faith is looking diligently at their notes. Corbin is just staring into my soul through the computer. <laughs> Here's the times I wish I this was a video podcast. <sighs> that would be a... well. So the thing is, though, the next episode we're doing for listeners at home, I have not watched the next three episodes yet. Um, we're recording those at a later day, um, and Faith will grace us with their presence again. 
um, yeah, to provide insights, commentary, and critique. Yeah, (laughs) gang, gang, gang. Um, so I genuinely have no idea how this season ends. I didn't even realize that we were at the end, and I was almost confused for a second. I was like, "Why are all these episodes so serious?" These are my favorite episodes that are coming up. These are my oh, man, favorite yeah. fucking episodes. Like, I think of, there's like, nothing that's more complex than, in like... In the whole show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, season two with the Earth Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm trying to tell you right now, it goes down. It showed us. We're not even there yet. Oh, <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Is there anything that I should try and predict at this moment go ahead what, like what do you think is gonna happen? happen i like this i like yes let's one. predict go ahead and predict like ask me because uh, i think on the last one the only ones i did were um when him and katara get together um mm-hmm. and when zuko joins the squad um and avery said season two for both of them <laughs> bullshit predict that what oh i did I couldn't even remember what Avery had said season two for Um, both of them when Zuko uh, joins the gang and when uh, Katara and Aang get together. And I said, yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) This non-committal, yeah. (laughs) So, Avery, do you think that... Um, Oh, go ahead, Faith. You got it. We need a fortune teller. But Avatar style. What what do you think about Zuko and Iroh's relationship? Where do you think that's going? Like I think you know. I mean, I feel like if he's gonna leave You think he's gonna leave? Well, I think he's gonna unless he takes Iroh with him. I didn't even think about that. Because I know he joins the squad. I just feel it in my bones. I feel like that's what that TikTok was telling me. Mm. Um, Who knows? Can't trust TikTok. Because when he was like, he was like, when yo, he was like, yo, daddy don't love you. And he's showing all love you now that you're cool with the avatar. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I guess that's a giveaway. And five people, like, (sighs) I don't know why people keep saying me these things. And it ruined it. I was like, oh, I had no idea that he joined. Um, But I have no clue what happens with Iroh. I really have no context for it. Um, I, oh, yeah, I wish I could make a prediction because I'm not sure what that would even look like. Um, Because Iroh doesn't seem to be like, ah, fuck this guy. Like, ah, he's on his own. Um, but I feel like they do separate at some point. So maybe uh, Iroh becomes like a, like a spy for the Fire Nation. Like maybe he like goes back to the Fire Nation or whatever and stays there and is kind of like a, you know what I'm saying? A mole. Um, that's what I would like to see. And then Zuko, uh, goes to be with his one true love, uh, Katara. Yes. Absolutely. And they can bond over their <laughs> mutual trauma. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Aang is just going to say, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I get that. Yes. Wait, did y'all talk about Iroh? I can't remember if y'all talked about, like, just in general, what you think about. Cause he's 
Okay, I said Saku was my favorite character, but if I had to do a top three, it would probably be... Mm. Just from what oh, you know sure. now. It would probably be... Okay, just... You see, that's hard for me to say, but yeah. it would see? probably be... <laughs> Sokka, Iroh, and then Momo are my top three characters. Because so Momo, mine is... Oh, he really bad. gets um, just little moments later on um, mm-hmm. that, you know, he just, he lightens. He lightens the mood. So mine is... What about you, Corbin? Katara. Ooh. Appa and Katara are tied for first. And then I would say for right now, it's really hard, but shoot, I guess I would have to say uh, Iroh too. Yeah, there's no, there's no third person. It's Katara, Abba, Iroh. Because it's like, Season okay, two, there's... I definitely get more mm-hmm. appreciation for Iroh. At this mm-hmm. point, maybe not as much. But season two, I feel like we get a lot more from him. Mm-hmm. I feel the same about Appa, too, just yeah. because of that, that like episode. Throughout... You know which one I'm talking about. Where I'm like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. I will cry right now. <laughs> I will cry. <laughs> Yikes. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like Iroh up to this point has been kind of... I kind of see Iroh a little bit through Zuko's eyes of just kind of being like... Yeah. Because he's so calm in times of people being stressed the fuck out. And I hate people who do that. Like, that's Look, just my all he wants to do is like, play pie out, show and drink his damn jasmine tea, okay? Mm. I would fight. I would be so mad. I would like, I would hate him so much. And I think in these last few episodes, because like I only because when I'm stressed in situations like that, and there's those people who try so hard to like be like super calm and not like even kind of echo how you're feeling sometimes. Cause he sometimes will respond to what Zuko's saying and be like, okay, I feel you but also this, but instead, most of the time, Zuko's like, like <laughs> I'm so pissed. <laughs> like, That's Zuko was, was like, like extremely la, la, irrational like, about a lot of different things. I just feel like he's not grounding as much. He's not grounding Zuko's feelings as much as I would like to see him, but I'm sure like at this point, cause they've been sailing for a while together. So I'm sure at some point, He's probably done that, but in the scenes that they show of Iroh, it's very much like Zuko's pissed and he's like, we have to do this thing right now so we can get it done. And Iroh's like, oh, I'm Thumper. Like, I'm just chilling. Like, I'm just having a good old time. And like, that would piss me off. Like, I would also be pissed if I was Zuko. Um, But I'm also, I would not be Zuko because I don't think I'd be that fucking hot-headed. But, like, on a much less dramatic scale, I feel like I would not appreciate that. Like, I know when I'm pissed off and if someone was like that to me, I would be livid. If I was like, this bitch, and someone was like, hmm, the quesadillas were popping today. Like, I'd be like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm telling you about some real shit. I'm frustrated. 
Uh, but I do, I think in the, like, these past couple episodes, I, like, just stopped caring about how I would re- react to him. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, especially that fight scene where he's literally not even engaging. He's just, like, chilling and stealing perfume. Like, I didn't find it great. Like, I wasn't like, oh, I stand. But I was like, huh, he's, you know, he's chilling, I guess. It wouldn't be me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a, like, a huge shift from everyone else on the show. And I think that that's why it doesn't feel as relatable to me. Because, like, Aang, like, wants to have fun, too. But he also, like, gets frustrated and also, like, wants to get shit done and also wants to get places. But Iroh just feels like... Ah, Wusa. Which it makes sense, because he's a foil to Zuko. Um, but that would piss me the fuck Well, I mean, we, we don't know mind. yet why, <laughs> you know, Iroh is even with Zuko mm-hmm. to begin with. So it's like, you yeah. know, that could be a reason why Iroh is the way that he is. Yeah. But, like, at this moment in the show, with no context... I know it's so hard. I I think it would be so hard for me um, to to try to imagine like up to this point to not have that. I wouldn't be able to have that appreciation for him if I didn't already see the show. So I I got you, Avery. Because someone, because someone was like, I have so many points to argue with y'all about on why Katara is so great. But and I was like, okay, but. They can't, I was like, but the reasons for these past podcast episodes, your reasons have to be pre these episodes. Yeah. Like I was like, if it's anything after of like, oh, she's the strongest bender or she like, she ends up doing this for somebody. Then I'm like, that doesn't count for these episodes. Right. It doesn't apply. <laughs> because like, right. <laughs> Need not apply. Um, I think my top three right now, uh, I think Sokka is solidly number one, um, like solidly in these past few episodes. I think that like, I relate more to him. I like, he feels like the character cause sometimes they'll have characters in shows and I don't know if he's supposed to be that character. Um, but sometimes, uh, writers will put characters in the shows that are supposed to be like the audience like, it's mm. supposed to be the audience's perspective into this world. Uh, and so they'll make comments uh, that kind of reflect how folks watching feel. And that's how I feel about Sokka. Like, when he says things, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, that makes sense. I, yeah. Um, and then second is obviously Zuko. Just because he's still really fun to watch. Like, just because of that. Like, I think that he's, at this point... Um, I think that he's a really fun villain to watch. And I like whenever he's on screen, I get excited to learn more about him. Like he's one of the few characters that I genuinely, when he comes on and they do like that episode where they did the little background info, I was so excited. Oh yeah, like, that was a good episode. Other characters. Yeah. Other characters when yeah. they do background, I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. This is like bonus. Um, but whenever it comes to Zuko's parts, I'm like, I want to learn more. Like, I want to see, like, after I saw that his daddy burned his face, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you are solidly in my top two. And I think if I had to pick a third. This face. <laughs> I don't think I have a third person. I really don't. 
I really, I don't. I, I. Uh, it's okay. I didn't have a third. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited to see because I feel like because you said that everyone always comes back. I kind of want to learn more about June. Um, like I want to see her backstory. She kind of reminds me of like uh, the vampire slayers on Buffy. Like she just comes in, whoops ass, and then she dipped. Like she just was like <laughs> contracted out and then dipped. Um, and so I think I'm interested to see more from her, but that's not enough to put someone in the top three, I guess, because that's not based on anything that we've really seen. <laughs> so the potential for her, um, I'm sure that I'll eat my words later. Like, it'll probably be like, no, she's actually the one character that never comes back. <laughs> that would be my luck. Um, and y'all are just grinning, um, uh, for listeners at home, but Anything else I should pre- try and predict in this moment? What do you think is going to happen by the at the end when they get to the the North Pole? Oh yeah. Well, first they're going to meet Santa, and he's going to tell okay. him that there's the Island of Misfit Toys right. that need help nope. <laughs> their airbending. Oppa is going to be friends with Rudolph. Okay. Avery. I can't wait until we talk Um. about these next few episodes. (laughs) Yeah. I really can't. I I think I'm really... I think I'm excited to see the end of this because I don't know how they wrap up these seasons. Like, I know that probably in the third season they'll wrap it up with the fight. Um, But at the end of this season, I feel like... And it's so tempting because I have the little uh, synopses next Mm-mm. to me. And so I almost want to like <laughs> scroll down. Like I'm like right like at that edge. But I really don't want to because I want to really try and think of what this looks like. But I think I feel like somehow it's not going to be what Aang expected it to be. Um, and I don't know if that means that like he's not going to be able to learn all of the things but I also feel like it's a kid show and they kind of want to might end on a more positive but mm. also ominous mm-hmm. note. Like they seem like the type to be like, aha, Aang can now do all this waterbending shit, but also Zuko has the key to their ship or some bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's good. Or like somebody's permanently injured or something like that. Yeah. Like I feel like it'll be a like a double whammy of an ending. Who um, knows? And I just feel like, oh my God, I just hope, dear God, I just hope that it doesn't end with Aang being like, Katara, I love you. <laughs> like, Who knows? Hey, girly. We don't know. The world may never know. Uh, one, a to who? <laughs> a three. <laughs> That's my favorite like reference to make. And most people don't catch it because I always do that whenever I count to three. Um, and maybe I have like never heard you say that. Notice, I say it <laughs> a lot. Maybe not around you. I've said it multiple times. It's one of the like fallback references that I have because um, I do have like an internal list of <laughs> pop culture references that I whip out when I am in a jam. But unless there are any. Final thoughts on these three episodes, 15, 16, 17. Then that is it for this episode. Yes, of the sir. Podcast. Ooh. 
Faith, thank you so much for spending yes, the thank you for coming. two hours with us. Our first uh, two-part episode. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Like, it's going to be two I love parts. it. Um, I'll just have my inserted voice uh, creepily. I'm going to just tell you now, the next one probably will be two because the way those episodes work out, we're going to have a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. to talk about. I feel that. Um, Faith, the people would like to know uh, where to find you, where to follow you. Um, or if you would like to stay uh, anonymous, <laughs> you can follow me. I'm in the void. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> you could offer up um, some pop culture plugs for right now. So, are there any shows, movies, uh, music that you're really vibing with right now that you want the people to check out that the people must know about? I'm so that they can capture your essence. I'm so unprepared. <laughs> um... <laughs> um oh gosh um okay uh i do love the what did you do podcast that is a also a black hosted all black hosted um podcast about serial killers um so that's what i've been listening to a lot (laughs) i will not be um (laughs) and that shit terrifies me yeah um i i would say that's like the only maybe new thing uh honestly i've been re-watching i love new york so i don't have anything yes. else to offer up i've been watching re-watching it again because <laughs> i have to do that every few years to humble myself uh <laughs> that's good um <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely Thank you so much, Corbin. Where can the people find you? Okay, so I had to change my Instagram because I was like, I feel like it might be confusing if I got two different, you know, at names. So it's just Corbin underscore forever across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, So, yeah, add me on both of those things if you like to see uh, memes about you know, APA and, uh, you know, talk about social justice things and, and, and uh, higher education and all those different things. So, yeah, follow me on Instagram and uh, Twitter. That's it. Do you have any pop culture plugs for the people? What are you vibing with right now? What you bopping to? Ooh, child. Uh, what am I bopping to right now? Wow, that's a loaded question. Okay. <laughs> well, we could get into another episode about the stuff I be vibing with, uh, just because I like a lot of things. But I'm just going to say that, um, yeah, Black Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter, um, you know, eat the rich, all of those things. And <laughs> vanilla ice cream is better than chocolate ice cream. <laughs> that's it. All of it. And if you disagree, you know, you're whack. That's it. You're whack. <laughs> yes, a politic or, as a or, or, or as or as um the people of the Bronx would say, you are heard. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the fire nation. <name>, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so the consensus is I that really the Bronx that is we a fire get... nation. I really hope that we don't like then get messages of people angry about this comparison. Um, please direct all uh, frustrations about that comparison to fate um, in the, the void. The um, fucking representative <laughs> of the Bronx in the void. In the void, yes. Yes. <laughs> Please don't contact us. Just try and contact Faith through the void. Faith is in um, where Aang was when he went into the spirit world. Um, so if you can try and find them there, <laughs> then that's where you can send your frustrations on that. For show. Sure. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Black Baby Gap. No A in the black. That does not stand for Avery. Every time I say that, Corbin's face <laughs> sends me, and I just know that she's waiting to either say it or for me to say it. And you can also email us questions, comments, maybe not concerns at lastblackavatar at gmail.com. Is it, does it have a the at the beginning or is it just lastblackavatar? It's lastblackavatar at gmail.com. Yeah, I've been checking your email. Perfect. Let me I look was at check it. it before this I'm gonna call. look at it right now. Go ahead and look at it right now. Would you send us some? Because it wasn't. Um, I don't know. So for listeners at home, again, we're releasing episode two. I actually was supposed to release it 26 minutes ago, but we're releasing it now. And okay. On that podcast is when we, we actually do that. have an email. <laughs> I just wanted you to know so. that we do have an email. Do you want me? Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's not a good one. Do you want me to send it to you? Read it. How should I respond to this? Read it for the folks. Okay, so the subject line. How about you? Listener letters. (laughs) I'm like scared for this to be the first letter on the podcast if it's bad. So someone wrote us a letter. I'm going to read it. You just got a letter. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. I wonder who it's from. <laughs> yes. So I uh, am opening this email. Before I do that, I want you to, to know that the subject line says, boo. <laughs> and uh, this person, I guess, uh, wishes to re- remain anonymous. And then in the okay. in the paragraph line, they wrote, ha ha, just K- JK, hi. This is from Faith, by the way. <laughs> So, I was listening to. <laughs> I just want you to know that um, I was I was listening to the draft that you had sent me. I think of episode three, and y'all had released you know the email and everything, and you were like, "I hope no one emails us." It says "boo," so. Oh. I I just want to prepare y'all for that, just in case. Aw, shucks. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, our so first glad this letter didn't backfire. Um, ever is mean. <laughs> you can um, only go up from here. Meanies out there. Right. Uh, that is so true. Thank you for that perspective. Um, you can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear if you love the show. Please share why um, and rate us on there. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Stitcher. And you can find us on Podbean. And you can follow us on You can find us on everything, media. to be honest. Look, we are accessible. Trying to be, you okay? feel me? Um, 
And you can follow us at Last Black Avatar on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and Corbin, do you want to talk about the website? Yes. Yeah, so we are still working on the website. Um, it should be up very soon. So as soon as that gets up there, we're going to add it to our link tree, uh, which is in our bios for all of our social media. So you can just go on there, click on that, and it'll take you to our website. Um, still trying to work on that as well as our uh, PayPal account. So, you know, if you want to pay black people for the work that they do um, that'll be accessible as well yes we are a fledgling podcast with uh, no sponsors <laughs> so we do this for free we do the recording for free we do the editing for free we do the social media promotions uh out of our pockets um and yeah so if you do want to support us uh that is one way that you can do so uh, in the so future. Corbin but can get a new Momo plushie. I was going to get the Appa plushie. So that I can uh, buy uh, more Harry Potter merch. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I will, I will also that be getting is, a Momo plushie. I will be getting today. both. Listen, if somebody sent money for both, I'm getting both. So they can, you know, fight and together. Send uh, me one into the void. I will send you. Oh, one, and I yeah. guess my pop culture plug. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that. Um, I've been really digging um some of Ryan Murphy's latest stuff. Uh, Hollywood is on Netflix, and it is so fucking oh, good. Is it on it's about um. It is. It's basically it's like a post World War II uh mini series about what if black folks and uh queer folks and black women put together this movie um like written by a black gay man like has a black woman as the leading romantic role and like what would have happened during that time period if they had released it and i cried so hard at that finale it was so fucking good um and also the politician season two is on netflix i haven't watched it yet but i will be um and that is it for this episode episode four of our little podcast and so i guess stay black and um don't forget that the bronx is also the fire nation this is um anti-bronx this is so um just so many things (laughs) and make sure to pick out your shoes for uh, what you would wear um, in Avatar (laughs) (laughs) alright and we'll see y'all next week alright bye we are done donezo